Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. This is Stoppage Time with Footwork, highlighting some of the best moments from episodes. And this week, Chinyelu Asher takes us into unknown territory. From World Cup experience with Jamaica, taking a stand for your beliefs, finding yourself in your best performances under pressure, and some fast feed questions to end off. Make sure you follow Chinyelu to stay up to date with her journey abroad, playing for AIK in Stockholm, and of course, with the reggae girls in Jamaica. Join the club at footwork.club, the one-stop shop for everything footwork. I think it's a very common theme in women's football where it's it's come a long way, but there's still so far to come. I think that's we see that a lot. And mm-hmm. I would just like to talk about this, I mean, amazing stand that you and the reggae girls took, which was this no pay, no play with all of this going on. I mean, the stress, you know, I'm sure the the pressure, um, having to deal with all of these things. But what it was that like? as a group and then just trying to make a stand and making a better positive impact for the generations that follow. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it's all kind of like, it was an unfortunate time, I guess, you know, cause mm-hmm. you know, as much as we've had a lot of back and forth with our uh, federation, you know, ultimately we're all on the same team. That's what we want, you know, and we want that unity. We want that support and we want to know that, um, the people looking after us are looking like forward for us as well, you know? So I think with this current generation of, of reggae girls and national team players, like we've kind of accepted that we have to do a lot of this like grunt work, I guess. Um, and sometimes it's, it has to be showy. Sometimes it has to be behind the scenes. Most times it's been behind the scenes, but that was just a moment when we were like, okay, like, you know, we need to be open about this. We need to like speak up about it. Um, uh, and, you know, shout out to uh, my, one, one of one of the teammates, um, Lauren Silver was the one that thought of like the, the, the slogan, which was simple, but you know, it, it, it needed to be in that way for people to know, like, this is literally what's, what's at stake right now. Um, and we also thought that we needed a little bit of um, like, how do I say camaraderie on the on the global stage and kind of tap into, you know, just kind of get everybody like alert and because and, people know, but sometimes you don't really know until it's it's here. It's like it's it's on your phone. It's people are retweeting it. People are, you know, resharing it and it's also something that unfortunately sometimes you have to kind of do that to um you know like stir movement with the people in power and that that was like the kind of situation and we really just needed them to know that you know we weren't messing around about it so here we are and here is everyone else you know i was actually i was so impressed and so um warmed with how much support we got um you know immediately from from our peers, from, you know, just everyone ac- across the globe, really. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what happened. And we, we moved forward. What kind of advice would you give to those, you know, kind of taking a stand in a similar situation? Because mm-hmm. there is a bit of risk involved, but a lot of risk, always, yeah. of course, yeah. But always, you know, 
I guess if you believe in something, you know, you're, you're going to try and make it happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm no pro in this department either. I mean, and there's still things that come up that you really don't know if it's the right or the wrong thing, even if it's the right thing, if you're, what's what I feel like what's difficult with our group right now is that we are doing things that have never been done before. And that's an amazing thing, but that's also a very scary thing because you don't really know, you don't have any examples to say, okay, well, they took this step. And even though that was, you know, morally right, like these are the ripples that happened. And then they got bounced back like 27 steps, you know? So it's, it's difficult. I think for me personally, and, you know, maybe this is another cheesy thing, but whenever I kind of get like stuck in these like moral ruts, um, you know, wanting to having an objective and knowing you just need to do whatever it takes to get there. Um, and hopefully the change comes later or just kind of like standing your ground. Um, I think I, am someone like, I, I have a very, I have a difficult time representing something that I don't believe in. So if something is going on that, that really uh, troubles me in that way, then I have to say something either, you know, amongst my group or to leadership or whatever. And at the very least, like that's been spoken about. So I think that's like a little moral compass for me. And then two, whatever you do, it has to be all or nothing. <laughs> like every, you know, I mean, it is a team sport for a reason, but it's also about, you know, like that's what unity is that mm -hmm. things, can only get done in a united front, um, no matter how you shape it or turn it or flip it and reverse it. So that's what I would say. And then, and then the 2019 World Cup, you were um, the first Caribbean national team, I believe, to to ever make the World Cup. Wow. Was this a you know I made it moment for you and your family? Yeah, it was definitely an I made it moment. Um, I think I didn't really. I don't know. I, 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 I'm such a competitor. So I, I kind of get like lost in the sauce sometimes when, when like, okay, like we've made it. Ah, no, I think when we qualified, that was the, okay, we made it moment. Mm. Um, like I'm going to the world cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then on the way there that it was kind of like more business. Um, but I will say like, w you know, being able to see my family there, like that was, that meant so much to me like that one of my fondest memories like as a pro player is like that <laughs> mm -hmm. being on the field and playing you know even even if we're losing um you know you saw the good game but um yeah so that was something I'll never forget and I'll always cherish so for someone who thrives in big games I mean I know a lot of people kind of you know get nervous or may shrink or may give into their fears um Maybe this is something you never had to deal with, but what kind of approach do you take in these big games and what advice would you give to others? Oh, no, I, I've definitely dealt with this. So I don't, mm. <laughs> I don't want to give you the impression that I'm, I'm not stone cold, um, <laughs> don't have ice in my veins all the time. But um, yeah, I think, I think it's important to stick to your routines. I think whatever, like sometimes at club and at, enter at the, your national team level like you're sometimes it's common to have experiences that really um how do I say like disc like 
you you kind of like forget a bit about like how you got there and like why you're there and sometimes when you're playing like the the big teams like you forget like why why you're worthy to be on the field sometimes in trainings like or if you're your national team is competitive, your club is competitive, or, you know, you're, you know, there, a big game can sometimes make you question, like, are you good enough to be in the big game? Are you good mm-hmm. enough to start? Are you good enough to come in from the bench and, and play against, you know, I don't know, Crystal Dunn or anyone that's like the top, you know? So I think, and it looks different for everyone, but I think whatever you can do to remind yourself that like you're a baller and like you're here for a reason and you know it's for these qualities that you're here and these are the qualities that you that you're capable of showing on the field like that's what you need to tap into so watch your highlight video you know before you get on the bus or um you know write down a list of like things that make you a good player and make it really specific you know um or you know, talk to someone or like my, you know, my dad always calls me whether I like it or not, but (laughs) every conversation, it's a reminder that like, oh, you know, like I'm a baller, you know, or yeah, even sometimes like in the world cup, like this wasn't one of my like rituals, but I noticed like just seeing my family in the stands, like, I'm like, oh yeah, like I know who I am, you know, Mm -hmm. or like, (laughs) you know, there's no way I can be any, any, any different person because like they know who I am so I'm just mm-hmm. gonna look silly if I don't just like be myself on the field um so just I guess like think about what helps you feel that way and affirms you in that way and I think it's helpful for your performance sometimes it's really not the player it's it's you know what's what the demand is you know mm-hmm. and the, and it's not the player it's the preference mm-hmm. and um I feel like you know, different leagues ask for different styles or different coaches, you know, different positions, you know? So a lot of it is like really accepting that and not getting your ego into it or like not taking it. I mean, everyone wants to play, but you know, there's a difference between like, you know, not, not being selected to play, but still like being the player that you are versus Mm -hmm. like, you know, not being selected and like, okay, maybe I need to change or maybe like, maybe I'm, you know, I need to be more like this. Or I need to be more like that, you know? So mm-hmm. I think I got into that latter part, um, with like my first stint, I forgot, I really like lost touch with like the things that would make me different. It would make me like step out of the mold and kind of like shine a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's all about like, just keeping the perspective of you throughout it all. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to kind of talk about this, this notion of having a direction instead of an end goal, something that Sean and I um, really believe in. And, you know, things change and you never know how something's going to work out. But I guess if you have those core values and beliefs to work towards, kind of like yourself, who seems like you, you really like to get your head down, work and see what's in front of you instead of, you know, focusing on not the big picture, but just, you know, some of the things that maybe are outside of your control. So to kind of flip this into a question here, um, we like to avoid the questions like, where do you see yourself in five years? Because it kind of gives those stagnant answers, but (laughs) where would you say your direction is headed? And to kind of give you an example for Sean and I, it's always kind of been, we're working towards the best possible soccer player we can be. And then we know that will take us to, you know, unforeseen heights. (sighs) <sighs> this is, this is a good question for me. Um, cause I've been thinking about it as well for myself. Um, I would, 
I would also, I would agree with, with the answer that you guys have for yourself too. Um, I, I feel like um, I'm, I'm 28, uh, turning 29 in a couple of weeks. And while that's kind of like more towards the end of a lot of career spans for women, um, I, I definitely don't feel like I'm done anytime soon. Um, and soon can be a very arbitrary like amount of time, but um, so I feel like, and, and by saying that, I mean, I feel like there's still a lot more that I can show and express and develop and grow as a player. Um, that was one reason why I wanted to come to Sweden as well. Um, it felt like a place that I could really grow and, um, and kind of set a good tone as I head into like the World Cup qualifiers and all that. Um, so I think that's like a direction for me as, as a player, I'm, I'm really wanting to tap into like a more dangerous role, um, mm. on the field. Um, I think I've been a very like, like pass passive well, keyword pass in there, um, player, mm -hmm. uh, creative, but like, I, I feel like I haven't tapped into like that dangerous, uh, creation. <laughs> that okay, yeah. mm -hmm. Um, and so that's like the direction that I, I feel like I'm going in because, I'm starting to do things that I only do when I'm just like, you know, training by myself on the field. I'm starting to do it in, on, in the game, and even though it doesn't look as sharp as when I'm doing it by myself <laughs> on a field, like that's where it starts, you know, like you don't get game reps until you do game reps, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's like my direction there. Um, and then I guess more like holistically, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I see like a little bit more mentorship or more like, um, like I'm more like, how do I say, um, just being more open to like, be like being like a resource for uh, other players, um, and other like aspiring players, players from Jamaica players, you know, players of color you know whoever you know because I feel like for me growing up like there there was not there weren't as many role models or just like mm -hmm. pictures of people just being in places and now we're starting to see that more and um and I think that's another reason why like I'm I'm really motivated to stay playing right now because I feel like I'm I'm part of that like very transformative like platform of people um, and that's something that like Jamaica is doing a lot. Like the more we win, the more we're really like adding to what a powerful team can look like. Um, so I don't really know <laughs> how that's an answer, but like, that's, oh, no, that's, an, that's an answer. That's an <laughs> okay, answer. Okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> toss that in there um, in, the, in the Google maps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what that brings yeah. us. <laughs> Brilliant. So then let's get right into the fast feet rounds and wrap it up. What about your favorite player growing up? Um, Robinho. Ooh, wow, okay. Favorite moment? Um, favorite moment, first thing that comes to my head is uh, went playing Italy in the World Cup mm. and just like seeing all my family in the stands and hearing them. What about most difficult moment? <sighs> most difficult moment? Um, geez, I... There's been a few, yeah. There's been a few, um, but this one definitely tops it. This was 
when we lost to Canada 9-0 um, in our Olympic qualifiers in 2020. 2020 was just the year for like bad moments, but yeah, that one was like it's a shitty year. That was unjustified. We had no reason <laughs> losing like that, but yeah. Yeah, that kind of loss makes you question some things. Oh I've my been, gosh, I've been on that receiving Life, too. Yeah. Like yourself, yeah. like yeah. shoes tied. I don't know. <laughs> you really get into some some deep places <laughs> on that bus ride home. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> Literally. How about favorite place to travel? On a lighter note. Um. It was so far as Jamaica. I'm biased, but doesn't mean favorite, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. Favorite place you've lived? Uh Columbia. If you weren't a footballer, what would you be? Oh, like as an athlete? Could be anything. Yeah. Anything. Could be you could still gravitate towards athletics for sure. I would love to be like a, just an incredible like table tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some That's great a answers. But hobby wow. of mine. <laughs> that is as unique as it gets. So what are your skills pass. like? They're pretty good. <laughs> They're not bad. My dad played um like in Jamaica, they have like high school teams. So okay. he taught us like the form, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So after like a couple games, I could I could do a little something. Hey, I think that <laughs> I think that career is like you don't really need to be in your 20s or 30s to be a ping pong. The I facts. feel like, I feel like so you true. get better with age. Yeah, you might get you better with fine like, wisdom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow best advice you ever received um i would say hmm, don't be afraid to be great Ooh, like that one okay yeah. best player you ever played with and against um best player i've ever played against i would say uh uh christian Mm, okay wow yeah we played against her um at psg Mm -hmm. and also we played with all um best player that i've played with aaron yenny (laughs) i know right (laughs) that's the answer yeah it's either that or uh kevin asher and daniel asher (laughs) keep it love it it. keep i love it yeah great answer yeah that's the triangle right there Love it. Your favorite book? Hmm. Um, I would say The Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. Or recently, or not more, where the crawdads sing. Like incredible book. What is the name of it? Where the crawdads sing. Uh-huh. Always make notes on these. I love the recommendations. Mm, and it's yeah. and it's nice like because yeah we do actually have a book list on our oh. on our uh, on our website okay. but thank you for reminding because we need to update we it. need to update it been <laughs> sleeping yeah. on that for the last yeah. month yeah. partly because we've got like three harry potters which just threw oh. everything off but <laughs> <Dang>. yeah <laughs> i was gonna say aragon for a second but i was like they don't even know that <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's the third we'll write that one down too <laughs> and then our last thing how about a quote or mantra that you live by um i'd say a mantra is begin anywhere and then a quote um this is actually from the peaceful warrior which is why it's one of my favorite books is goes a little something like this (laughs) love it um if you're going to sit then sit if you're going to stand then stand but whatever you do don't wobble we're going to have the mic drop there. 
just mm. for people listening to this, just picture a mic dropping. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands that make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. And Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos those are great but more importantly amazing content for any dream chasers out there plug plug pass tell your friends your enemies your mother your brother your sister your pastor it doesn't matter who tell the mailman your dog anybody that can listen like subscribe review because all of that helps while you're there we'll take whatever we can get to join the club join the club he messed me up i mean he can just he can just mash it together so it's fine (laughs) 